Lori Palau is a mom, professional organizer, and founder of Simply Be Organized. Welcome to This Organized Life, where each week she'll share practical tips even the most disorganized person can follow. Struggling with clutter? Looking for the best products to keep you organized? You've come to the right place. Here's your host, organizing expert, Lori Palau. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of This Organized Life. I'm Lori Palau, and I'm here today joined by my sidekick, Erica Goodyear. Hi. And today we are kicking off our series on spring cleaning. Woohoo! <laughs> um, and our topic of the day is we're going to talk about how to organize your garage. It's my favorite time of the year. I know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody just dumps everything in there all winter long, and then all of a sudden the sun, the first warm weekend. Everybody's out cleaning their garage. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. So I also want to just kind of put a little disclaimer that, you know, the stuff that we're going to talk about today, even if you don't have a garage, if you have some sort of space that is sort of your dumping ground, whether you live in an apartment and it's kind of your storage area or, you know, you live in a a townhouse or something, you know, a lot of these tips will apply to whatever that area is for you. But for those of you out there that do have a garage and you know. Or even paying for a storage area. Yeah, that's people true do that too. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that the key is to think about, you know, what what's going in there because it becomes this space. I remember when Josh and I moved from New York to our house in New Jersey, our first house. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my gosh, you have this all this, what do we do with this? So you just, you don't know what to do with something? Just stick in the garage. In a box. In a box. Yeah. You know? Um, And before long, it, you know, gets out of control. Mm -hmm. And we do garages quite a bit for our clients. Yes. I feel like storage of everything can end up in there, even your kids' stuff, sports stuff. I mean, a garage has a lot of different areas to it car you know there's everything yeah and i think people underestimate the value that a garage or the importance that a garage has in the flow and functionality of your household because i know when i'll talk to a lot of people clients and they're like i don't want to spend money on doing my garage and i get that like i understand it however when you think about the importance of what the garage represents whether it's sports storage or tools or Mm -hmm. outdoor stuff or your car yeah (laughs) you know or car stuff or car stuff yeah you know or seasonal stuff whatever it is you know people just say i don't want to spend money on my garage because it's like the afterthought it's like the stepchild Mm -hmm. of the house Mm -hmm. but in actuality i think you know investing and it doesn't have to be a fortune there's mm-hmm. a lot of options out there that you can do that aren't going to break your bank but in the long run make your space so much more functional especially if the garage is your point of entry for a lot of us yeah that's, so it's very stressful when you're walking through stuff to get to into your house yeah and the kids come in and mm-hmm. out whether it's for school or you're trying to get to work yes and you're tripping over things mm-hmm. um and the waste of money i mean how many times have you gone out to buy light bulbs yes <laughs> that were in a box in the garage but somewhere in the box yeah yes and so just to be able to you know you 
you talk about, and I, I, you know, we've spoken of this before, like, what does your clutter cost you, mm-hmm. you know, by having stuff, but you don't know where it is. Time. Yes. Time, um, time of looking for it. Absolutely. Waste of time. Absolutely. And the other thing, it's also the first and last impression that you have. You know, when you're leaving the house, it's a last thing that you see mm-hmm. or the first thing as you come in from a long day. And, you know, again, it goes back to those intangibles that, you know, you don't really like think about it from this perspective, but, you know, you're stressed, you had a long day at work and then you come in you, and that garage door opens and you just see bikes and toys and whatnot right. spewing all over that has an effect on mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, what can you do? How do you begin that process? Because it is a big space and it can be very overwhelming, overwhelming for sure. And I, I find sometimes people, when we do their garages and we pull everything out, they're like, why are you pulling everything out? And I'm like, well, you got to see what you have because half of it you definitely don't use. Yeah, that's a really you know, good point because people don't realize like it's very difficult. You're trying to like find a needle in a haystack. You can't really truly organize unless you pull everything out and then begin to separate, which we've talked about. Right. Of. And really, that's with everything, even a closet inside your house. You do the same thing. Yeah. But sometimes I think our clients get overwhelmed. Oh, they and definitely we're like, do. Maybe just go out, go out for lunch and we'll take care of this for you. <laughs> and, and this is why the springtime is really a good time to do the garage. We always try to encourage our clients to do with them because you do want to have some sort of staging area. And if you can, you know, use the outdoors and use the lawn and you use the driveway and whatnot to sort your stuff, you know, you're not going to be doing that in, um, you know, in the winter and in the dead of summer. We've organized garages in the dead of summer yes. too. And, we have that is sweating somewhat beastly it but, can be but you do it yep you do it um but i think you know you want to s- i think there's also this other misconception about garages are supposed to be messy like how many times have we talked to people and they go well it's a garage yes it's going to be messy yes and i don't think that has to be the case no you not know? at all no you know and i think again it's a matter of just identifying what what purpose it do you need it to serve? You know, like Josh has a small little bit of tools because he's not like Mr. Handyman where Todd has an overabundance. Right. We have in our garage. Yes. Right. And, you know, for us, we don't have a lot of internal storage. So I store all of my seasonal bins, Christmas, what not Halloween, all of that in my garage. Some people use their basement for that. And we do the same. We have a loft system, though. So it makes it a little bit easier for us. We use the overhead storage a lot in our garage, actually. So, And then, you know, you have to weigh in the factor of, are you the type of person that wants to, doesn't want to see anything, or are you okay with having open shelving? Like, I remember, I remember when friends of ours that, now live in South Carolina and they were redoing their garage and I was talking to the husband and he was like I can't see anything I don't want to see anything it all has to be behind and they they ordered this really nice storage thing but like everything was behind I do I do like that I like to shut doors and not see anything but I like a mixture I mean I think there's certain things like I don't need to see cleaning supplies like that stuff can all live behind those doors but I don't mind seeing like my nice labeled bins Mm -hmm. neatly on a shelf Mm -hmm. I think it's 
So I think it all depends on your personal preference and what what are you going to do and what's your family going to do the buy in? What are they going to are they going to stick with it? Are they going to take the time to open up the cabinet or the bin or whatever? Yeah, I mean, it's always trying to get in, getting them to buy in. I think. Yeah, but I think if you can talk it, I think the first thing you need to do when you're doing the garage is kind of first write down what are your key areas that you need. You know, is it toys? Is it sports? Is it yes. you know cleaning supplies? Is it like an overflow pantry? Some people don't have pantry storage, so when they they store like their extra paper towels, and yeah, stuff I was saying and toilet paper and all that too. Yeah, yeah. so you got to kind of figure out. What purpose is this space going to serve me? Right. And then once you do that, then you know, okay, so anything that falls, that doesn't fall under one of those categories, we need to find a new home for it. Correct. So as you're purging, as you're pulling the stuff out, you know that, you know, okay, that didn't fall under those top four things. So we need to find a new home for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you do, you know, you can just start going, you know, through your piles and grouping together and purging and, and whatnot. Donating. Yes. And finding out that your child doesn't ride that bike because he's 10 and it was for a three-year-old. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And okay, here's another thing. And I used to fall into this trap and I've gotten so much better Uh is holding on to stuff for the neighbors. Yes. Like your kid doesn't ride a tricycle anymore. Your kid hasn't ridden a tricycle in five years, but the neighbor comes by or your niece or nephew comes by and you want to be able to have it for them. But that's the beauty of doing it in the spring because when we do our garage, pretty much probably every spring we'll go through it and I'll put stuff out on the curb Mm -hmm. and people come and take it and it's a beautiful thing. They're like, are you throwing this out or... I'm like, take it. It's take yours. It. It's free. Yep. It's going to a good home. So donation is great. Oh, donation is great. And we were just having a conversation about this earlier with, uh, you know, somebody saying, you know, I, I'm i bad about staying on top of it. And you set, suggested to them, like, get on Purple Hearts list yep. once a month. Yep. And you can do that. I mm-hmm. mean, there are things that... And you just do it right through the computer. You don't have to call anybody, talk to anybody. No. You look at the calendar on the computer plug it in and they're at your house. And and that's the thing. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, when it comes to the garage, people are like afraid, like to put stuff up. Mm-hmm. People are afraid. One of the, the biggest things I think that we see is like the, the wasted wall space. Yes. You know, lack of going vertical. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate or fancy. I mean, we've done garages on a shoestring budget and we've done garages that were like Mm $10,000. Like it really runs the gamut. I remember when friends of ours were preparing their house to move and they have four kids and they, she's like, I don't want to invest a lot in product because unless it's something I can take with me. And I said, no, that's totally fine. And we did it very, you know, minimally in terms of investment, a lot of like hammers, nails, just general inexpensive hooks, just to get stuff up and off the ground um, so that it leaves your floor space open. And it's amazing how much more room you get. It opens it up so much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you will need to flip things seasonally, you know, you have, you know, your summer goggles up top and then you flip them to, you know, winter stuff yeah yeah um just making use of that space that oftentimes gets so overlooked mm-hmm. yeah and like you said the loft system i mean yeah. you can get we them like that 
Oh my goodness, at Home Depot mm-hmm. or online. My husband's really handy, so he built ours. Of but, course he did. <laughs> but it's it's great because everything can go up there and everything fits up there. And I don't really like things on the ground, so. No, I mean, and it's it's not while I was looking bef- as I was preparing for this podcast, I was just looking at some statistics. And there's like, of the people that own garages, I think it's like 21% of them actually park their car in the garage. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you think about it, it's originally they were designed as a, as a you know, place for you to park your car. And it's right. just such an afterthought for so many yes, people. Yes, it is. That is interesting. You know, um, I have to say we're one of those people because we'd our jet skis in there for a while. So we had a park on in the outside. But I do like pulling my car and especially in the winter. I do like pulling it in. Yeah. Josh usually pulls his car in, in the winter just mm-hmm. because he leaves so early mm-hmm. in this way. It's, you know, he has not to clean it off and it, everything. Yeah, exactly. So we usually park one in the garage mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. keep one out. Yeah. Um, we also have a, a small shed. And for people. You know, I will encourage people if they have the space to um, and we use our it's again, it's not large and we flip it. So, for example, in the wintertime, we keep the lawnmower and rakes and things like that mm-hmm. inside the shed. Mm-hmm. And then we flip it and then we'll put like the snowblower and outdoor stuff like that so that your garage only has your current rotation stuff, just like you would with your closet, flipping your clothes seasonally. Again, not everybody has that luxury. Mm -hmm. But if you can get the stuff out, it's much easier to access what you have if you're not, you know, trying to sort through. Rummage through, yeah. And especially because a lot of times garage stuff is big, Mm -hmm. you know, like a lawnmower or a snowblower Mm -hmm. or generators or things like that that are larger in scale, Mm -hmm. you know, and some of of that stuff has to live on the floor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I thought it was interesting. You know, we ha- we've had storms in the past, and now a lot of people have generators. Where in the past, when we've done garages, nobody had generators. I know. So it was another a little bit. You know, you had to look at it a, a little bit differently. Exactly. So, and again, it comes back to the ease of retrieval, right? Yes. If you need your stuff, you know, if you want to be able to find it rather quickly, if you're storing batteries or light bulbs or whatever it is, you know, having to just play a guessing game and look through versus knowing that you go to this bin that's labeled batteries. And it's a good feeling. It is. It's quick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, become like a another another chore, another burden. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of the different products. Because people like products. I do, too. So we're going to do some free product plugs for our favorite places right now. Yes. So Sterilite. Yeah, we love Sterilite. (laughs) We love our Sterilite products. Clear. We really like the clear. Yeah. So for people that are kind of the do-it-yourselfers that are looking for some great, inexpensive wall mount systems, my favorite is the um, Fast Track system, which is by Rubbermaid. Mm -hmm. And you can buy it online. At Amazon, but you can also buy it at Home Depot, Lowe's, any of those big box stores. And it's they're so easy to mount. I mean, we do it all the time. You do want to put it into a stud. Or, and we do it ourselves. So. Yeah. People are like, you hang that? I'm like, yes, we do. Not that difficult. Do it all. But what I like about it is the track is super easy, and then you can customize which components 
you need. Mm-hmm. And I actually have them hung in the shed as well. Like I hang it on the wall in the yeah, shed. Yeah, because you can get whatever length you need. So it's very yes. easy to figure out what will work for you. Yeah, I think the track itself comes in a couple it comes in like a three Different foot, lengths. Yeah. six foot. But if you have a, a saw like a power saw, you mm-hmm. can cut them mm-hmm. if you wanted to like truly customize mm-hmm. it, you could. Um but they're great. And that was the first wall mount garage system that I used. And I we had it in our house and then we started using that for our clients. Um but then you know there are people that want to have like a full on garage system like the soup to nuts mm-hmm. where they do the floor too we've had some clients. oh yeah, yeah the floor too and yeah we could talk a little bit about the floor because mm-hmm. i think that there's some there's some pros and cons to that and i just always encourage people to do their research before yes. they do it because some of the products that are out there are really not good quality mm-hmm. and you wind up spending money on something that is going to wind up chipping and peeling so just yeah. If my advice is anybody that wants to do like that epoxy stuff on the floor, just go to a reputable person. And I actually know some people, so you guys can always shoot us a note. But um, one of our favorite people is um, Organized Living. Yes. They uh, and they use some you guys might be familiar with the Freedom Rail system and they do closets systems. They do garages. I love their garage system. I actually have it in my garage and we've done Two or three garages. Yes. Well, and we've done tons of closets. Oh, yes. Their closets, they're yeah. great. Because it's inexpensive and it's on a rail system, so it's completely customizable. And it's a great price point. And it's a very, um, it's it's a nice, durable product. So yeah. it's... And later on, if you want to add an extra shelf or anything, um, you can do that. Uh, even say your kids are growing up and their clothes are getting longer, you can pop out. You know, shelving and I know. add a rail. And we'll talk about closets next yeah. week. Yes. <laughs> You're getting ahead of us. Don't tell anything. But I think the, the moral of our story, and you can you can access some of this stuff on, on my website as well, but um, I think you need to first identify what and how you want your garage to function. What is it that you're looking for it to do for you? And once you can identify that, then you can map out a plan and just like we said with anything, just take it step by step, you know, but the best thing to do is pull it out, get rid of what you don't need, and then decide the best layout. And don't be afraid to use your ceiling. Don't be afraid to use your walls. Um, if you need, you know, to enlist the help of, of some experts, whether it's the garage company or someone like Erica and myself, like definitely do it and just to figure out how to do it right and that it's going to make sense for everybody in your family. Because the key is getting everybody to to stick with it you know getting them that whole buy-in yes well and it works yeah they're looking for a basketball they'll find it exactly exactly and we have pictures of on our social media stuff so check out our instagram and facebook if you want to see some of our garage before and afters but that's it for today's episode of this organized life if you like what you heard please leave us a review on itunes or shoot us a note um you can reach us at simply the letter b organized.com and we will be back next week and we'll be talking about spring cleaning your closets so stay tuned we will talk to you soon 
Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to This Organized Life. If you like what you just heard, please share this podcast. Want free checklists and articles to help you get organized? Visit simplybeorganized.com. That's simply the letter B, organized.com. Simplybeorganized.com. We hope you'll join us next week for another edition of This Organized Life. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. 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 Steve Mittman, socialmedia.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.